0: Hallelujah, praise the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, once again, I want to uh, welcome you from wherever you're listening from. This is Pastor Dennis of Freedom Experience Ministry. And we are here in our Freedom Streams program. We have a wonderful teaching series um, that uh, we are going through. And if you have been following you by this time, I know you are enjoying enjoying and experiencing this wonderful grace that God has bestowed upon us. Uh, we are in this teaching concerning the um, experiencing God's New Testament plan. what is New Testament plan. That eternal plan that he purposed in himself. That which is, was his desire. That which was one time a mystery but now it is opened, it is revealed and uh, we are going and digging in the details of this plan that God has given us in his word we are going through the entire bible especially the new testament to see what is the desire of god what is the plan of god we have talked about several things and this must be our episode 15 uh, trust me i trust god that you cannot be the same again if you have been following and going through with us this wonderful a ...teaching in the name of Jesus. Uh, in case you missed all the previous episodes... ...I want to encourage you to visit um, our application... ...Freedom Experience App. Uh, you can download it from Google Play Store. And uh, I believe that uh, you can even find uh, these teachings on our radio. The teachings radio, that is experiencing Christ Teaching Radio. And uh, Sometimes we have programmed them on Freedom Experience Radio you to enjoy. I believe every evening at around 6 they will be playing Um, and I I, I trust God that if you follow you will be blessed in the name of Jesus. We want to continue from wherever we stopped. Remember we are still um, in this message we are still continuing um, to know about this God and his person uh, the person of God. You see you need to know the God that you believe. The God who is dispensed in your life. The God which you are praying. God that saved you. We need to take enough time to study this God. Not in a theological way, but in a way of experience. In a way of practical uh, application whereby we can see him in our lives. Praise the name of Jesus. And this time, we we'll want to talk about... Uh, God, the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here we are going to start with Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3. And the Bible says in in Ephesians 1 3 Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ so in Ephesians 1-3 we see that he is the father, is the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ and since Jesus Christ is God we want to ask ourselves a question why? why does Paul speak of the God of Jesus Christ yet Jesus is God can God be his God praise the name of Jesus so furthermore we see that Paul mentions the father of Jesus Christ and how can Christ be being God, have a father. So, these are some of the questions that might complicate some of the people that are not yet in the depth of the revelation of the Bible, of the Word of God. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So, God is the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, and as the Son of Man, when Jesus becomes a Son of Man, then he needs a God because he's a Son of Man. But also, God is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ as a Son of God. Because Jesus has got these two titles, he has the human title is the Son of Man, and the divine title is the Son of God. So, according to his humanity, God is his God. And according to his divinity, God is his Father. Praise the name of Jesus. So, because Jesus carries these two uh, two, two uh, Origins is a son of God and a son of man. He has the humanity and he has that divinity. As has these two lives. Praise the name of Jesus. And Paul praises God and says, God in the New Testament in Ephesians 1 3. See, it goes deeper and this uh, praise is profound. It encompasses the entire New Testament economy. Here we have not. On the, uh, creation indicated by the title God but we have also the incarnation that is indicated by the title the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the first revelation of God in the Bible is in creation we begin to seek God in Genesis 1 whereby the Bible opens with the words in the beginning God created praise the name of Jesus Now, following the creation, we come to the incarnation of this God who created the heavens and the earth. One day, God the creator became incarnated. The word that was with God was God and now became flesh. In John chapter 1, verses 1 and also verses 14. You see, he says that in the beginning was the word. word was with God. The word was God. Then in verse 14 the word became flesh. Praise the name of Jesus. When he became flesh, he he dwelt among us. Now, this is when he became a man. When God himself becomes a man, the God who created all the things becomes his God because he has now become man. So, the God who created becomes the God of this God who became man. Praise the name of Jesus. So, It is so amazing. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ as a title indicates that the Lord Jesus was a man. If he was only God, then God could never be his God because He is God. In order for God to be a God of Jesus Christ, then Jesus had to become a man. Praise the name of Jesus. And for this, this incarnation was needed. Incarnation was needed for God to become the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the God whom the Jews worship today is only the God of creation. it's not the God of incarnation. And that's why they don't believe in Jesus Christ. They cannot get saved unless God saves them. But we today as believers worship not only the God of creation but also the God of incarnation. You remember that in incarnation, the God of creation became the very God of the man, Jesus Christ. At the same time, we see that God is also the father of Christ as the son of God. Hallelujah. So, in Christ's humanity, God is, is God. And in Christ's divinity, God is his father. So, as a title, God refers to creation. Now, when we come to the title father, this should refer to the impartation of life. God becomes our father by imparting his life into us. Then he becomes a father. Those that have not received the life of God he is not their father. is only their God as their creator. He is not only a God to us. He is also a father because he has imparted life to us. Now, even to Jesus God imparted life into Jesus when he he was a man. This took place in the Lord's resurrection. After resurrection, then God said, Today, this time you have become my son. I have begotten you. So, even us in resurrection life that we are possessing today, we have received the life of Christ. On the day of his resurrection, Jesus Christ, the word to Mary that is in John chapter 20 verses 17. I believe we should read that wonderful scripture. In John 20 verses 17. Remember, Jesus says to her, remember this Mary that came on the tomb when Jesus resurrected early in the morning. He told her that, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. Praise the name of Jesus. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father. And your father, and to my God and your God. Now, this indicates that God is not only his father, but he has also become our father, he is the father of all believers. And this began with the resurrection. All, all this world Jesus was Son of God and was the only begotten Son. But in resurrection, the Father received many sons. All believers. We call God our Father. It is through His resurrection that God the Father becomes His believer's Father. Today, God is also our Father. And this is the Father's impartation of life to His many children. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17, mentions and says to us that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He is now become our Father. He is able to give us an impartation of his spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Remember, in verse 3, Paul speaks of God of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. he is putting God and the Father together. But when we come to verse 17, he says separately, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory. Praise the name of Jesus. Here he says the the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father and the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father. God and the Father. In Ephesians 1.3 In verse 17, he separates and says the God of our Lord Jesus Christ Homer, the father of glory so we see that in incarnation the lord jesus christ god himself as uh, we see in philippians also chapter 2 verse 6 i would want to read some of the verses being that some of you are not near your bibles i i i, I try to do my best to read for you bible says in philippians chapter 2 verse 6 who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. You see that Jesus became a man, in incarnation, and as a man, he is related to God's creation, and therefore, God, the Creator, is is God. The incarnation brought God, the Creator, into man. God is creature. And the title, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, implies that God, the creator, has now become into man. Has come into man. So he has now become and he has come into man. Whenever we speak of God in this way, we imply that God is no longer merely the creator outside his creature. The creator is also inside his creature. Man. Is the name of Jesus is now brought into humanity. In the beginning, he was separate, alone, without man. Man is on earth, God is in heaven, and there was that gap. Our relationship with God was not intimate, was not constant. But today, the relationship we have with Him is mutual. Praise the name of Jesus. We have that intimacy with Him because He's not only our Creator outside creator himself has come as come into man and is now within man. Praise the name of Jesus. So we the fallen creatures by this time we have been redeemed and incarnation indicates that God is our enjoyment. That's why when you come to a ministry we emphasize the enjoyment and the experience of this wonderful God because you cannot enjoy someone who is far away from you you cannot experience one who is not uh, like close to you even inside you that means that in incarnation brings this God laws for us to enjoy him we can enjoy God because he has come into humanity for our redemption he has redeemed us Then, when it comes to humanity, it means that divinity becomes our enjoyment in Jesus. That's why today we possess the divinity of God yet we are still human because Jesus possesses the humanity of man yet he is divine. Praise the name of Jesus. Remember by by his work of creation, God became the creator. And after creation, he took another step of incarnation. Thereby, coming into his creature, to be one with his creature, and especially man. And this is why man is created in the very image of God. Praise the name of Jesus. So, by and in incarnation, the creator and the creature, they became one. When the Lord Jesus was on earth, he was the uniting of God and man. So the existence of Jesus on earth was a unifying factor. He was a uniting of God and man. When we see Jesus on earth, God was uniting with man. This makes incarnation so special and a wonderful step in redemption. Praise the name of Jesus. And we see that through crucifixion, the Lord accomplished redemption, and as a result, we with the fallen creatures that we are fallen, we were redeemed, we are bowed back. Now, the Jews, however, have no this concept of God's incarnation and redemption. They don't believe that God has ever been here on earth. They're still waiting for a Jesus. So they have no concept of God's incarnation and redemption we the Christians, we have God in creation, we have God in incarnation, and we have God in redemption. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we are more than the Jews. Although the Jews, they saw even Jesus is living on earth, most of them, they did not believe in his incarnation. That's why they crucified him. They say, he's calling himself a son of God. That is blasphemy. Praise the name of Jesus. So, John 2017 has told us that the Lord told Mary to say to his brothers, I ascend to my father and your father, and my God and your God. Hallelujah for that. And this indicates that the Lord, as a resurrected man, takes God as his God. And the father of his father, he takes him his father, because now he's resurrected. And furthermore, we see that. This verse reveals that his father and God has now become our father and our God. Hallelujah for that. In Jesus' mighty name. So we have ourselves a question. We are asking a question. uh, We are asking a question to ourselves. Why did the Lord tell Mary that he was ascending to the father and to God? Because when Mary was trying to approach Jesus, he says, touch me not. Don't touch me. Remember, he was now in the form of a high priest taking blood, his blood to be accepted in the Holy of Holies that is in the heavens. And when the father accepted the blood, he said to him, I've given you all the authority and the power on earth. And he comes back we see that on the one hand, Lord is the Son of God. And therefore, he would see the Father in the person of the Son. On the other hand, he is still the Son of Man because He has flesh. Therefore, he would see God in the person of man. Sometimes he calls him my Father, and another time he calls him my God. Because he possesses these two natures. He sees, he sees God in two aspects. Praise the name of Jesus. Sometimes even us, we have a relationship with God as the creator. But the most effective relationship is when we see him as our father. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we his believers also are men on the one hand. And also we are sons of God on the other and praise the name of Jesus because we are men God becomes our God to us because he created us because we are sons of God God is also the father to us because we are now both men and sons of God we both have God and the father just like Jesus hallelujah for that so all the believers as human beings have become brothers We have become brothers to the Lord Jesus Christ and we have become sons to the Father through the Lord's resurrection. This is what resurrection did to us and for us because we have received the same life as he he has. Praise the name of Jesus. And through this life impacting death and resurrection, the Lord Jesus has made his believers one with him. Now we are one with the Lord Jesus Christ. Cannot separate us. We have we have one father. We have the firstborn, we are the other bones. Praise the name of Jesus. And his father now is our father. It's the father of all believers. His God is also our God. And in his resurrection, we the believers, we have both the Father's life and God's nature. We have the life of God and the nature of God. Just as Jesus does. You see. We have this likeness now in making them in making us the believers his brothers he has imparted the life of the father the father's life the nature of God that is God's nature into us now he has made us he has made his father and his God to be ours to be ours to enjoy and he has brought us into his position. That is the son's position. That's why we have sonship. And we see he has also brought us before the father and before his God. This is where we are. The position has already changed. We are not like any other non-believer. Therefore, in life and in nature, inwardly, in our spirit, and even in position... Outwardly, we are the same as Jesus is in life and in nature. Inwardly, when we talk about inward, we talk about our spirit. But in position, outwardly, because we have believed, we are the same as He is in position. Your sons of God, praise the name of Jesus. So when you see John chapter. 20 verse 17 and Ephesians 1 1 verse 3 and verse 17 we shall add on Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. You see that in Revelation 1, 6, John says that and has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So we see that. These are all written. These scriptures are all written after the Lord's ascension. We have seen that in John twenty seventeen, the Lord was about to ascend the first time, to ascend to his Father and to God. And that in Ephesians 1, 3 and even verse 17, Paul speaks of the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we come to Revelation 1, 6, it says that Christ has made us Kingdom of priests, his God and Father. Praise Jesus. So John twenty seventeen, Ephesians one three and verse seventeen, it is his God. But by the time we come to Revelation, here it refers that the Lord is relationship as a man to God and his Father refers to his relationship as a son to the Father. And that's why the New Testament emphasizes the fact that the God who created us, the God who redeemed us, and who is imparting and dispensing himself into us is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. So today you see that this is the God that is working himself into our life. This is the God that is, has become our Father. When you, you follow this wonderful teaching series, you begin to have a deeper relationship, an intimate relationship with this God. He is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has now become our Father and also our God. In order for us to experience the blessings Ephesians 1-3 mentions remember he has told us in Ephesians that we he blesses, he says it. says in Ephesians 1-3 in order for us to tap into these blessings he says we bless the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ in our speaking, in our prayer in our worship, in our praise we should be blessing such a God blessing a God who is also the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ because he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And for us to tap into these blessings, to become ours, we are supposed to be possessing the same nature and having the same life with that which Christ has Praise the name of Jesus. We should possess the same life for us to enter into the blessings of Christ, for us to partake of the, whatever Christ has received. He is supposed to be our God and Father also. And you see, it is Jesus' desire to bring us to such a position. And sometimes we pray from a lower position. And on a lower position, you might say, God help me. God help me. But when you come to that deeper and close relationship, that position whereby you are a son, you pray to the Father. And all things become yours. You begin to possess all. Whatever Christ has possessed as a son. In fact you become the heir of God. We are heirs of God. Is the name of Jesus. Simply because we now call him our God and also our father. This is what God has made us in Christ Jesus this is for us to enjoy one of the things that I want to emphasize even before I end it today is that the incarnation brought this God to us and it is simply for our enjoyment it is so absurd as a believer whereby you are saved and you are not enjoying God you are born again but you still think that God is far far away from you Whereby you pray our father who is in heaven Praise the name of Jesus. Yet there is a Father who is within you in your spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. So you lack the enjoyment. You lack the experience. The experience of this triune God who is in you. There is a Christ in you, the hope of glory. There is a God in you who is the Father. And there is a Spirit in you. We saw those wonderful truths in the previous episode. Praise the name of Jesus. So with such a relationship whereby the Father has imparted, imparted his life into us. We have become the many children. We possess the life of the creator. This makes us to possess something that creates. This makes us to possess something that is eternal, something that is omnipotent. It is in inside of us in our spirit, whereby he says in Psalms 82, I said you are God's. Praise the name of Jesus. Let me let me read for you Psalms eighty-two, verses verses uh, five, I believe. He says in the book of Psalms eighty-two. Ah, uh, you see, he begins verse one, uh, talking about he was rebuking the gods. He says, God stands in the congregation of the mighty, judges among the gods. See Verse 2, how long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? It says, defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. It says, deliver the poor and the needy. Read them out of the hand of the wicked. Then it comes to verse 5. It says, they know not. Either will they understand. They walk on in darkness. Who are these? He's talking about the gods. This, all the foundations of the earth are out of course yet these people are gods you understand when it comes to verse 6 and remind them I have said you are gods and all of you are children of the most high God. So we possess something of God because he has imparted his life into us. He's a father, we are ministers, menace- we are children of God and he is a God who has become our God. So, because we possess his nature and his life, it makes us to be gods to create things. So, I want you to go back and remind your spirit that you are not only a creature, but you have something of the Creator, and with that something, that power, you can create anything. You can, you can do anything. You can speak a thing and it's established unto you because you possess other factors. You possess other. Um, features of God they are in you in the name of Jesus I I want to stop here and I believe someone is learning and being blessed in the name of Jesus once again uh, I am Pastor Dennis and I'm encouraging you to visit our website at freedomexperienceministry.org but more so I want you to uh, get our application from Google Play Store download Freedom Experience app you will enjoy it and share it to a friend the Lord bless you